in three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions i am your host 34 and tonight we have grace g in the building how you doing tonight grace good thanks for having me for sure thank you for coming on definitely appreciate your time and a willingness to have this uh interview this conversation with a stranger so thank you again um for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show we typically do a warm-up um after the warm-up we'll turn to an icebreaker um and then after the icebreaker we'll get to the main portion of the interview where we'll spin the wheel whichever number it lands on that's how the conversation will flow um and then after all that we'll finish out with some closeout questions sounds good to you grace sounds like sounds like a plan let's do it all right um so my first question for you in the warm-up is what would you like the audience to know about you um well um i am filipino i um am a mom of two i have um a nine-year-old and a 14-year-old i'm married um and um i own a small business um i also work full-time um i'm located here in the bay area um and um yeah i'm I'm very approachable i'm not intimidating as a lot of people may think i am but um um but yeah that's that's who i am in a nutshell (laughs) I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I kind of want to ask, like, what's your secret? Uh, you know, raising a couple daughters and then also running your own business. Uh, I know it's tough for one person to just do one, uh, but for you, how do you how do you manage to do it? Man, I wish I knew the secret to it because I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, um, I'm still learning. Um, you know, along the way with juggling um, a business job and a family to raise so I'd be lying to tell you if I wasn't overwhelmed and you know I'd be lying to tell you if it wasn't hard because it definitely is um since I you know this is owning a business and 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 being a one-man show of running it all um is very hard um but then also very rewarding I can say um it does it has triggered a lot of anxiety though that i've never experienced in um my life since owning a business um but i'm learning how to navigate it you know learning how to navigate it and learning how to kind of learn from my mistakes i've learned to kind of embrace the mistakes um so i'm not sure if there's a secret recipe to it all i'm just kind of figuring things out as it goes and kind of just learning again through um you know my mistakes through other people's mistakes through advices through um you know just things other things that i can kind of absorb and soak in um and kind of apply it in all the areas of my life um so there are days where it's very difficult uh it's days where it can be very manageable um so um you know mentally and physically it's it's different day by day um but all i can tell you is i'm alive <laughs> here gotcha uh thank you for for opening up about it 
and if you yeah. haven't heard lately, you're doing a great job. So, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. My uh, second question for you in the warm up is, how would you like to be honored? You know, if there was some sort of act that I could do to express the energy you possess, what what act could that be? <laughs> I would say having, if you can gather everybody, all the important people in my life, people that I love and all my close-knit friends and family, all in one table, eating my favorite foods and just kind of conversing with each other and, and discussing, you know, how, what I did or how I impacted their life in any way, whether it was something that I made them feel, um, said, um, done for them or whatnot, in one big table, eating all my favorite foods and desserts. And I think I think it's very important and powerful um, that food can bring people together. And I would love it if somebody, you know, if, if you, um, would just gather everyone that you know that is important in my life um, to to come in unity as a community in one table and um, either talking shit or you know making them you know you know just sharing different experiences and interactions with me and um, you know like I said how I impacted their life and however many years I've known them for sure for sure now we know. Now we know we could do that for you. And uh, what what dish for sure needs to be on that table? Like that you know for sure that needs to be there. Uh, uh, pizza is oh, my favorite food. Word. And okay. of course, ube. Yeah. I got you. It's very basic, but I love pizza. I just hey. have pizza today. <laughs> I respect pizza. it. I respect it. Are you you like the yeah. fancy pizza or just like you just keep it simple? <laughs> I can, you know what? It could be simple, but I do love the fancy pizzas, but I'm also basic and simple. So, you know, a cheese pizza with um, pepperoni mushrooms is is my my go-to. I got you. So you have, you know, yeah. Oh, no, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, I definitely caught yeah. on to the mushrooms on pizza early. Uh, I remember, yeah, probably in high school, I was like, I started doing that and it wasn't normal, you know, as a teenager. Yeah. You don't like to expand yeah, your palate. Yeah, I started... <laughs> Yeah, I started, you know, um, loving mushrooms not too long ago, neither. And then I recently stopped eating meat at the beginning of the year. So I've been trying to find a lot of alternatives to kind of supplement, um, you know, meat with different other vegetables or different substitutes and things like that. So mushroom has been my go-to. So mushroom on pizza, highly recommended. I got you. I got you. Uh, my last question for you in the warm-up is on a scale from one to ten. How well do you know yourself? Um, I would say there's different spectrums of myself, right? Um, I feel like as a mother, I'm always evolving, you know, as my kids grow, their personalities changes. Um, so if I can rate myself as far as how I, well, I know myself as a mother, I can, it can be easy from like three to five, you know, um, depending on their moods situations things like that and of course as you know as they get older you know i feel like i'm mentally maturing myself mm. um navigating motherhood what they're going through mentally physically emotionally um 
So, you know, as they grow, I grow. Um, so I can't really tell you, I, you know, I know myself completely as a mother, because again, like I said, it, it, it changes, you know, and then as a wife, you know, again, it's, you know, me and my husband navigate life together with my business, my kids, you know, personal lives, things like that. Um, and as a wife, I kind of think I got it down as a wife, you know, knowing that I've been with him for 18 years, I would say, you know, probably a nine. He might think different, but, you know, that's... <laughs> I got you. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the nine, but, um, you know, it all depends on my mood. But I, I feel like, um, you know, as far as a partner, I, I you know, I can... I know myself that way. For sure. um, and then, um, and as a person overall, I honestly am con- still learning who I am. Mm. You know, I am a big advocate for change. So I don't like to, I'm always constantly trying to improve, to self-develop myself, um, to see how I can be better than I was yesterday. So, um, but then again, there are days where I just don't know who I am completely, you know, um, I can be in a very dark place, you know, at that moment and just wonder what the hell is happening, who the hell I am, what kind of decisions have I made, things like that. So overall as a person, you know, it, it's anywhere from like, I don't know three to five for sure (laughs) um because like again i'm just you know i'm constantly trying to figure out who i am and where i fit into society where i fit into as a business owner especially as a business owner i'm still trying to figure out who i am in this business where i fit in um in this industry in this particular genre um so i feel like there's different spectrums of myself that i can kind of um you know scale myself as far as how well I know myself um so there's not particularly like that one particular number on the on the scale so I feel like there are different spectrums of who I am what role I play and um you know no. like and how I spend I got you I got you you know what's interesting is that uh I think you're the first person to kind of break it down in that way of separating the, the three things that I guess are a big part of your life um, and then you said you were a three to five, if it was overall. Uh, I think you got to give yourself a little credit for knowing that there was three separate things, right? Um, yeah. I know for me, I, I am more of the overall type, but uh, I, I think I stay at a steady five just because um, for me, it's in my best moments, I feel like I know myself the most. And in my worst moments, that's when I feel like I don't know myself at all. Uh, and right. that happens at any point in our lives. Uh, so right. I, I cop cop out with the um, the five average answer, but I, I hear you. And I, I think that's a safe number, huh? <laughs> <laughs> safe number. Very safe. Let's stick to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> very safe. Very yeah. safe. Uh, let me ask you: When's the last time you surprised yourself? Where you were like, "Oh snap, that's that's me. I can do that." Um, has has that happened uh-huh. recently for you? last time I surprised myself was last year um I won an a uh, competition at the local restaurant here at, in San Francisco called seven mile I I I was encouraged to apply um and I was like what the heck there's nothing to lose let me do it you know I did it um I was entered in um and then throughout the whole competition 
process, I doubted myself 100%. Like I knew I was going up against three experienced speakers. And mind you, I only had one year of banking. Mm. Prior to the pandemic and prior to me starting my business, I didn't, banking was never a thing of, of things I wanted to achieve or things I wanted to pursue. Um, I never thought I would be baking, honestly. And um, so I just thought running against very experienced bakers who's been in the game for 10 plus years, I knew I didn't have a chance. Um, so. Oh, no. Uh, can you? Uh, it, it cut out a little bit. It, it, it froze for a moment. Um, are you there? Are you back? Yes. All right. Uh, so I, clear? I, no worries. I was going to say, um, you were at the part when you were saying going up against very veteran um, bakers, you felt, and then that's where it kind of uh, trailed off. Yeah. Um, I, I was pretty confident I wasn't going to win. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when the day came, uh, the day that they announced the winner, um they called out the fourth place it wasn't me i was like okay i know i'm gonna hit sir <laughs> like yeah. i know it um they did call the, they didn't call my name uh for the third place um award second place i was like all right oh my god I like, anxiety is through the roof my hands are sweating my heart is pounding and they didn't call my name and so i was like i cannot believe this i was like i can't believe i hit first place or you know people really did like you know my stuff you know i didn't think it was good enough to be um to be favored by a lot of those who voted you know mm -hmm. um so that's where I really actually surprised myself because um, although there are people who, you know, shared their feedback prior to that about how good, um, you know, the mochi bars was, I was like, okay, well, maybe you're just saying that because, you know, you're my friend or you're my family or you know somebody that, you know, whatever. Um, but to be able to share it to the public and give their honest opinion was really part, like very, um, heartfelt, you know? Um, and so that, it surprised me honestly it, it's definitely surprised me um and then from there it just kind of really it developed um a spark in me where it kind of developed a um, like some form of motivation and um determination to be able to grow um in my business um and be able to kind of create more that um, other people can also love so i didn't want to stop there um so i couldn't so from there i just continue to surprise you know myself with the different kinds of things that i've created but overall that a particular moment and experience is definitely a huge milestone because i've never won anything in my life not even a, a drawing or, or anything or whatever i just i've never won anything yeah so it was a big huge achievement um so i'm i'm you know, humbly to say that I'm very proud of myself and definitely, definitely surprised myself. For sure. Uh, well, I know this is long overdue, but congratulations. Uh, and uh, <laughs> shout out to Seven Mile. 
I've been there too. I, I am familiar with their food. So very great uh, establishment out there. Um, and yes, shout out to Seven Mile. What's it called? Um, it, when you were describing that, I could only imagine like a baking show, right? <laughs> and you're providing the voiceover of how the, the things went. Um, so you talked about, you weren't even thinking about baking or like pre-COVID. Um, can you uh, kind of open up about what what sparked that? What what lit the fire for you? Or yeah, I mean, I know for me, it, uh, COVID was a transformative period in our time in our lives. Um, I wasn't doing podcasting before COVID. Uh, something during it, I was like, yo, I need to really. What am I really doing with my time? And it kind of drew me to podcasting. So for you, what was it that kind of flipped that switch for you in baking? Man, it's, um, I I didn't tell a lot of people this story unless I'm asked, but um, I was at work one day and um, there, my coworker came into my office and he was eating this purple bun. And I was like, what are you eating? He was like, oh, uh, Rose brought some um, bread. It's in the break room. And I was like, Rose is Filipino too. So shout out to Rose. You know, we haven't seen each other since in a while because I actually work somewhere else now. But, um, she uh, she actually encouraged me to do it. She made the pandi sauce. And that was the very first time I've ever seen an ube, like ube incorporated in pandi sauce yeah, together. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is great. Like, you know, that's <laughs> that's amazing to see that somebody can create something like that. But apparently it's been a trendy thing throughout COVID that I didn't know about because at that time I didn't have Instagram. Um, so I didn't know what was trending, what was not. Um, I called her right away and I was like, did you make these? And she was like, yeah, I was like, are you, was it easy? Like, how did you, you know, did you create your own recipe? She was like, girl, just go on YouTube. And I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me try to tap into that. Right. And, and, and I love ube and I love, you know, I grew up on bandi sauce, bandi sauce and, you know, hot chocolate, bandi sauce and, you know, um, spam and, you know, anything that you can stuff your bandi sauce, corned beef, whatever, egg. Um, but, I, you know, that was definitely a childhood favorite of mine, along with ube. So I did my research on YouTube about, you know, with different recipes and I finally found one, um, you know, I, I tweaked it a little bit. I worked on it. Um, and then I, that was my very first item was ube pandi sauce. Um, for someone who hasn't baked to bake with yeast, I highly <laughs> don't recommend it. But, um, I, since it was my very first item, I definitely, um, mastered. Um, so that's how I started uh, the pandemic. I started selling to my coworkers, um, family and friends, um, and I did not know what I got myself into because I got a swarm of supporters. My husband's, you know, co-workers, my co-workers, my family, friends are ordering. And I'm like, oh, my God, I only got one oven, one mixer. And I'm like mm-hmm. taking orders and saying yes to everybody. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? Yeah. So I just literally jumped off the deep end um, and kind of tried to keep my head above water. But I think that was such a great experience, though, because it definitely um made me work backwards i think like to kind of be under that pressure um and learning the dynamics of being in itself 
Um, and then from there, I just got kind of created, creative, right? And it's like, well, I started to learn more about Ube rather than loving it, you know, just doing my research about it and learning that it's very versatile. You know, you can make literally anything with Ube, right? Um, so me and Ube just has this special relationship um, that it, you know, when I see it, when I think about it, then I start, you know, then my imagination and creativity kind of comes and meshes together. And that's how I kind of created all these, you know, um, kind of unique and different types of savory and, um, you know, sweet items uh, incorporating that. So that's how I started. Um, I slowed down a little bit in 2021. Um, because the burnout is real. Baker's burnout is real. I experienced that until this day. Um, and I decided, I was like, you know, you people are reaching out to you to try to order, but you're not responding. You know, this is the conversation that I'll have myself. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, let me try to tap back into it. You know, I tapped back into it. And this was, I think, last year, during Mother's Day, I think it's Mother's Day, like May, April. Uh, it is I May. I believe it's May. May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back in May last year, and then from there, it just you know, it took off. Like I just started, but I think mm. from the experience that I gained prior to that, um, kind of prepared me more as far as structure, um, organization, communication with um, your customers, marketing utilizing my tools and resources and things like that so um so yeah that's how i started and um you know and like i said the um the uh the milestone with um seven mile kind of uh well not kind of it like really grew helped me grow my business so again shout out to seven mile vanessa for giving us the opportunity to kind of showcase showcase our um you know our desserts and being able to kind of get the exposure um that we all that all of us you know wanted and needed but um yeah that from then on it just kind of grew and then you know i'm still growing and um kind of still figuring it out where you know i kind of want to take this and what i want to do with it i got you i got you thank you for yeah. you know i feel honored that you uh shared your story since you said in the beginning you were like i don't really say this so thank i appreciate that um <laughs> What's it called? Please. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel for you, you know, being an entrepreneur. There was a lot of times, you know, this, this wasn't my first attempt, right? <laughs> uh, I had yeah. a couple of failures as well. And yeah, I, I hear you. I, I I don't think I ever got to the pace that you're at. Um, and I mean, if like, I don't know, I'm, I'm not the kind of person you should take advice from. But I feel like, you know, you go at your pace uh, and right. you, you go, I, I know it can be tempting or a lot of people will push you. Well, whenever I started something, I felt like I always had people telling me what I should do. Right. Uh, right. And, and I realize I'm doing that to you right now. <laughs> but No, um, no, no. And I'm, I'm totally receptive. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, like I, I hope things go at the pace that you, you feel comfortable growing it with. Um, and yeah, don't stop. You know, if it's something that still brings you joy, then, then keep going forward at whenever you feel like you need to. Um, oh yeah, and for the, sure. 
I was gonna say I, I am digging the, the Ube Renaissance. I think, <laughs> uh, big fan. Um, and all of a sudden, yeah, I see it everywhere. It's in everything, and I and I love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, not mad. Yeah, and I think like, you know, with the whole Ube Renaissance, and um, I feel like, especially in the Bay Area, Ube is very, you know, it's, it's saturated everywhere. Everybody's making it, right? So, I'm just, you know, trying to figure out how I can kind of um, stick out, you know, or like at least um, set myself apart from what other everybody else is doing. Yeah. Because when you think about ube, right, you think about what uh, sweets, right? Mm -hmm. Automatically desserts, sweets. Sure. So I'm just trying to see how I can incorporate savory items because. If there was a vote between sweet and savory, trust me, savory will always win. Um, but you incorporate both. I mean, I feel like that's a win-win. So I'm just trying to, you know, continue to create and figure out, you know, how I can create other things um, in the savory, you know, category. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. my partner is definitely more of a savory person. So she would uh, definitely yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, uh, for okay. sure. All right. Well, uh, I think we can move on to, oops, we can move on to the icebreaker. Uh, so you have a choice. You can choose between a word association or a this or that. How are you feeling tonight? Mm -hmm. word, of, word of association? Word association. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you a word and you can just give me the first thought or the first word that comes to mind. That's how that works. Uh, and you'll have 34 seconds to do as many as you can. Um, and then after the 34 seconds, I will follow up with a couple of your answers. All right. So, sure. uh, here we go in three, two, one, crazy. My kids. Great. Um, art. Believe. Faith. Family. Love. Happiness. Joy. Knowledge. Power. Ghosts. Scary. Brilliant. Power. Mm. Uh, um, can I answer that? Or? Yeah, yeah, no, sure. Brilliant. What you got? <laughs> um, mark i don't know i got you i got you <laughs> no worries um so i said first of all crazy you said kids uh you said i think you earlier you said nine and 14 year old correct um, yeah my daughter's 14 she's she started high school this year and my son is nine so it's a different level of crazy and you. uh yeah uh what's the so I work with high schoolers um, at a high school, so I, I can understand the crazy of high school. Uh, so for you, how I want to ask, how has motherhood changed you, or maybe has added to your life in a different way that you weren't expecting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I had my daughter um, when I was twenty-one, um, and at twenty-one, you know, you're. You're never ready to be a parent, but you know, um, that's what it was. Um, but at the same time, juggling motherhood and um, a social life was something that I tried to balance. Um, so, you know, 
being a mother in my 20s, it was definitely, uh, hold on one second. No problem, no problem. So, um, yeah, so trying to balance, um, you know, being a mother and having a social life was, uh, it was, it was hard. It was hard, especially for me because, you know, I didn't want to be judged and I also wanted to be looked at as a good mother at the mm, yeah. same time, you know, so it was, um, it has definitely, like during that time before my son came, it definitely has taught me how to kind of learn how to be okay with the decisions you've made, where you're at in life and, the, you know, and the path that I've taken. So kind of, it was a lot of self-acceptance, um, you know, being a mother in my twenties, um, and kind of learning and navigating motherhood, um, through my own voice and not through everybody else's. Right. Yeah. So when my son came, it was, I felt like I was a little bit marinated, kind of knew what I was expecting, you know, cause this, again, this is my second child, things like that. But I felt like when I had my second son, it definitely was an eye opener for me. Right. That everything else that I've done, you know, raising my daughter, um, first, um, didn't really matter to me. Like I, I knew who, who I wanted in my circle, the type of environment I wanted to be in and raise my kids to be in. Mm -hmm. So learning how to kind of navigate all of that and most importantly, learning to be patient, right? To be patient, to listen was something that I had, um, that I found challenging for myself, especially, you know, when I was, you know, in school, like when I was younger, you know, I couldn't, I always kind of responded rather than understanding, right? So I've kind of learned how to listen, right? Because you're forced to kind of listen to your kids and see what they need, what they want, how they feel, you know, things like that. So um, kind of learning to be patient for sure, to listen, be a little bit more understanding. Um, again, that continues to evolve as they get older. Um, but I think that's mainly what I've learned about myself, um, you know, being a mom and kind of dealing with it and kind of, you know, like earlier, I'm just over here like yelling at my son to go county, yeah. you know? That's, that's the craziness so, you were talking about. Yeah. And so, and, and I, in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh my God, he thinks I'm freaking crazy. <laughs> They'll understand one day, you know. Uh, I don't know if you want me to keep that part in there, but maybe one day you can be like, "That was you. That was <laughs> you." Was interrupting yep. my call. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you just you, know, what, you, you can keep it on here. I think it's it's very, you know. I don't think we should like as mothers, and you know, to those who are watching who are mothers, to not be ashamed how you know how you raise your kids. Of course, if you're not hurting them, of course. But like, you know, however it works for you, it works. Right. Yeah. I yeah. just, you know, I just want every mother to know that they're doing a great job. You're doing the best that you can. Your kids are alive. They're fed. They have a home. They have a bed to sleep on. You know, um, fuck what everyone says. You know, just as long that that get, that you know that your kids can rely on you. That continue to remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can, and in whatever spectrum that is, you're doing great. Oh, for sure. There's no playbook. You know. Um, right. 
I don't know if you're going to get the question later on, but one of them is like, how would you have raised yourself? You don't got to answer that right now unless you get it. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you, when you think back at it, it's like, do you even know how to do that? You know, now it's easier because we are who we are. But yeah, right. like I know for, for my folks, there's a lot of, you know, I think they there's people that would have told them they made mistakes. And but for me, it's very like, how could they? You know, they were doing the best they could and you know i felt loved i felt safe i felt secure so like even though on, on the outside and the, you know i think parents are very hard on themselves as too as well right uh, i can't say that for myself but just knowing how it must be to think that you're doing what is right and then as they get older and i hope you don't have to go through this but i feel like it's inevitable where like children will be like no you don't know what's best for me i i know what's best for me um so dealing with that and just going from babies to as they get older like mad respect to all to you and all, all parents out there for doing the best they can um but yeah that's funny you say um you know like the mistakes that you know we've made um mm-hmm. i feel like growing up because you know growing up in a traditional filipino household the mistakes were always looked down upon you know it was something that you couldn't do you know what i'm saying especially in a filipino asian household you know they expect perfection um and you know in whatever mistakes that you've made you know it was never really talked about it was just well as far as for me you know it was something that you cannot do that again if you do yeah. that you know you'll you will get in trouble or whatever there's always consequences that you'll face it's never a constructive conversation that you know that I had with my parents <clears throat> so I feel like you know I try to voice that out to my kids your mistakes are really your foundation right like just really making sure that they understand um you know that we you know the expectations of, of being perfect or whatever the expectations of making mistakes or you know not supposed to do is something that we, I kind of want to change the narrative when speaking to my kids um, and so then that way they can kind of you know learn that and and be present in society and make sure that you know it's okay to make mistakes you know it's okay to make mm-hmm. mistakes it's okay to make wrong decisions and stuff like that you know but you know as long as you know right wrong that's good but I think that it's very important to have conversations um you know with our kids or nieces or nephews or whoever is very important to our lives um to, to be able to kind of you know carry themselves in that way and you know be able to hold a conversation like that so um I just want to be able to provide to my kids what I wasn't provided you know as a child or, I hear you, you know, their, their age for sure. Uh, I, I think I still struggle with having those kind of conversations today uh, since I never really mm-hmm. had them growing up, which is interesting. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. Uh, all right. Well, we made it to the main part of the, the program, which is going to be the wheel when we turn to the wheel of fate. Pull that up. Uh, so I'm going to give it a spin, whichever, n- <laughs> whichever number lands on. That's how we'll, uh, we'll flow. But like I said in the beginning, if there's any question that's too deep, too personal, something you want to skip, just let me know. And it's all good. Uh, so here we go. Got number three. So number three is when was the last time you forgave yourself? 
feel free to pass if it's too much um i think the last time i forgave myself i can't even think i feel like i'm in the process of forgiving myself right now in this moment (laughs) um yeah it's it's i think yeah this year has been tough uh mentally like i said um you know the burnout is real um I think I forgave myself from from being in a dark place. So I get seasonal depression mm. towards like the end of the year, beginning of the year, yeah. uh, mainly because it, mainly because towards the end of the year is the holidays, so it's very busy, very demanding. For so sure. when the new year starts, it's not necessarily starting fresh. It's more of like recovery for me, mm-hmm. um, and I was able to kind of identify you know these emotions and feelings and identifying that oh it is seasonal depression right it does have to do with the weather but also it this year was tough because it was um you know it was very busy um and so i was literally in a dark place i would say for two months straight from monday oh no from january to february and i kind of um i felt ashamed I guess mm. you can say um, of being like I don't like to use the word depressed, but like in a dark space where I felt unmotivated. I felt I didn't feel confident. I, f- you know, was just just very tired emotionally, yeah. mentally, physically. So um, I guess when the spring came, I kind of felt the residual kind of, you know the place you know the depression of it um and i kind of just sat myself down had a conversation myself and like it's so it's okay to be in that place it's fine you know so i think as far as i can remember the last time i forgave myself i think it was at that moment Mm -hmm. um but then again um currently it's just i'm still i'm in the process of forgiving myself because i feel like i'm i'm kind of getting back to that place but I'm still kind of I'm pushing myself to kind of steer away from that place again so I think you know I'm preventing myself from kind of steering back so kind of just forgiving myself it's okay to feel this way it's okay to feel this way you're yeah. fine you know yeah. you. Um, so yeah as far as I can remember it's, it's I got you uh, and thank you for sharing uh, I, I, I feel yeah. like it's, it's tough to talk about these things um so i definitely you know and i feel like it's very important to really talk about mental health it because it really really you know is the engine in my you know in in my life if people don't agree but i just feel like you know mentally i need to be there in order for me to physically do it you know for sure um so i feel like you know mental health is just really really important and i just you know wish people people can talk about it more and be allow themselves to be vulnerable especially to someone that they just met you know yeah yeah no i I got you and you know you were i felt like you were downplaying it a little bit by saying you know i don't want to say it but i'm going to use the dark place which i understand um did you you feel like you just you were looking for some affirmation or like someone to kind of 
I, I don't want to say diagnose because we do the self-diagnosing, right? Like for me, right. um, I think that, I don't know, like because I see a lot of targeted ads to me about ADHD or ADD and I kind of feel what they're listing is this You start I'm, to believe it, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and, but I, I know if I talk to someone who who is going through it and then I notice the differences, right? So even with yeah. depression though, depression I feel like is 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 even it's way more i guess personal way more like what does it mean right yeah like what does it mean uh to you or to, to myself uh yeah so i hear you i had my dark ages real early i think when it comes to my mental yeah. health um and i went through it and i think i came out of it like because i spent so much time there uh that yeah I, i'm able to like be be um I guess more aware yeah i guess you could say that <laughs> i do I, I, still, <laughs> I still i still go there sometimes i get to those places but i'm able to yeah. bounce back faster uh but anyways um yeah it, it's rough and I, I hope that like you know you, you you don't it's like a version of imposter syndrome right it's like i'm not that yeah. i'm not that sick you know it's like but we still are sick right you know or like we're still yeah. going through something and Mm-hmm. So that's not something to downplay at all uh, but yeah so I, I just want to appreciate you for sharing once again let's uh, let's see if you get a, a little easier question next <laughs> next spin uh, I don't know if this is what you were expecting but this is <laughs> what the wheel's all about I'm ready for the smoke whatever you got okay I got you I got you <laughs> 23 is what makes you feel vulnerable oh man What makes me feel vulnerable? Oh, a lot of things. Mm. Let's pass on that. I got you. Should we uh try to make it a little easier, or no? You can you can spin the wheel. Okay. Well, uh, cause I have like this tier thing, right? Like the oh, okay. really hard cool. ones, and then twenty three. <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Is okay. Do, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yes, what? I do believe in miracles. Is there a for mir- sure? Go ahead. go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say, what what uh, what's a miracle that you've witnessed? Maybe has happened to you? Yes, um, I am a um, so I ha- I'm strong believer in my faith. I'm a Christian. I'm a born again Christian. Um, I do have troubles with my faith. I'm not going to lie about that, um, but. You know, I grew up in a Christian household, things like that. So I truly believe in miracles and I truly believe that God does, you know, allow me to manifest them and he does bring them into existence if I ask and pray for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that um, the miracles that happened in my life was when I turned 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a turning point in my life because, again, um, you know, in my 20s, I was, you know, crazy partying doing all types of things that you can possibly think of to consider, you know, fun. Um, Until I turned 30 was when there was a shift and change um, in me. You know, I, I didn't want to live the lifestyle that I was living Mm -hmm. and doing the things that I was doing and hanging around with the people I was hanging out with. 
but it, it wasn't easy. You know, it was hard yeah. for me to kind of break those relationships, break those habits, um, kind of just break the cycle of different patterns with my habits and things like that. So, you know, I cried, I cried, I had a mental breakdown and I prayed, I prayed and, um, I just asked God to just take me out of this place where it doesn't, you know, fulfill your will and, you know, to, to break these relationships for me and help me get out of this and being able to start life, new life, um, again, a fresh start, right. Uh, mm -hmm. to be closer to, to gain a closer relationship to God. And he did that. Um, and I feel like that is a miracle and, sure. and a, par a powerful miracle that I've experienced in my life. Um, because it has definitely allowed me to achieve a lot more um, and to be able to restore a lot of broken relationships that I shouldn't have broken um allowed me to get closer to other family members um you know gain new relationships things like that um and meet new people and um kind of get my head right get my vision straight things like that so i think god definitely did listen it took some time it took um a lot of you know um you know negative you know pushback from you know the people that I associated myself with. Um, but I think that in itself was a, was a miracle that I've experienced in my life. So um, and I, I truly, and I think about that every day, you know, when I feel like my life is shit, you know, I'm just like, well, you know, if you didn't make those changes when you were 30, where would your life be right now? You know, you, you are, you have come far from who you were Dang. five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I think you just made you just made me aware of an underrated miracle, which is uh, changing yourself or growing. Cause I, it's I, hard. And yeah, yeah. I just because trust me, I've been trying for a long time, and uh, <laughs> and so for it to happen, and I'm glad it ha this happened for you. Um, yeah, that is a miracle for sure. And I think if it happens to me, I, I would consider that as well. Uh, yeah. And, you know, when people say, you know, I'm going to change, I'm going to change. It's like, great. I love that you're speaking and manifesting it. But trust me, it does not. Yeah. It doesn't take out. It's not. It doesn't happen overnight. It's literally a process. And it literally, however long it takes, it's going to take a while, you know, because it's something yeah. that you have to come out of your comfort zone and kind of being consistent with it. So, um, yeah. That's wild. So I think that's yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you for uh, for sharing that as well. That's crazy. Um, all right. Well, we have about 13-ish minutes left in the pod. Uh, I think we should head on to the closeout questions. But before we do that, uh, I do want to bring up this exercise called the 34th mantra. All right. Uh, how would you feel the phrase, I am, I can, I will. I am blank. I can blank. I will blank. Take Take a moment to think about it. Are you ready? Let it rip. Um, I am here. I can breathe and I will. Gotcha. Um, and, if you... and that's only to say, sorry, that's only to say that regardless of all the shit 
that, you know, we all go through and through all the, you know, the mental issues that we go through and the, you know, and, and the physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, at least we're still here breathing. You know, we're given another opportunity in life to make things better or make a difference in somebody else's life. So I just feel like life in itself is just, you know, we're here, we, you know, we breathe, we're, you know, we're living. I got you. I got you. Uh, and if you if you ever need a reminder, you got this little soundbite of yourself, um, you know, speaking to you. And then, all right, here we go into the closeout questions. This next one is actually a question from our previous guest. So, shout out to Gerald out there. I don't know. Have you? Have, uh, he's a foodie on IG, and he goes around the Bay Area. I don't know if you know Gerald Furman. Have you heard of that name before? He's a guy um, with orange beanie. That's your IG name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's his. It's just by his name, but uh, you might come across him eventually at some point. Okay. He's been doing a lot of uh, touring in the in the Bay Area. But his question for you is: uh, Do you believe in ghosts? Why or why or why not? Oh, as a as woman of God, we're not. We're always supposed to believe that God is here and there is only the Holy Ghost. But yes, I do believe in ghosts. I. Got um, you. I I do believe that there are supernatural spirits out there um, that live through things, that live through people, whatever. But um, I haven't experienced a paranormal kind of experience yet, but I do believe they are real. I got you. I got you. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think they. Uh, the more you believe, the more they... They kind of reveal themselves there. to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I speak from my. I know, experience. out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely try, but my mind is too, uh, too active and too like. One of my greatest fears is looking into a mirror in the pitch dark. I feel like I'm gonna see something. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Same yeah. here. That's why I, I turn off the light right behind me and then close the door. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'll always speed up a little bit faster down the hallway if I, if I know yeah. it's all dark. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, for sure and uh, my second to last question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest on 34 questions Mm. I guess it's a question I'd like to ask myself but I'll pass it on to the next guest is um, what advice would you give your younger self what advice I'm writing that down Uh, Mm -hmm. what advice would you give your younger self I like to answer these last questions as well. Um, I think about that for a second. Uh, <laughs> a lot of advice. Yeah. A lot of pieces of advice. I would say, um, for sure though, don't waste your money. <laughs> is, mm-hmm. is one of them. Um, and I, yeah. I know that's a. Uh, I'm gonna cheat and do another one, but don't waste your money for sure. And then the second one, I think because. I, f- I feel like I finally found my peace and place with this, doing this, right? Having good conversations and talking to people. Um, I would have mm-hmm. said, should have podcasted a lot sooner. Or like, you should have been open to that experience. Uh, I think uh, my first dream was to be a rapper, and I was doing that for a very long time. Uh, and then at a certain point, it just wasn't taking me to, to where I wanted to be. And uh, I didn't realize, though, like, what was it really about rapping that I wanted um, I, I wasn't really a fame person 
I wasn't, I, I, I like to express myself, but that's a very personal part of it. Uh, so in my mind, it's like, I, I just want to connect with people. I want, and I wanted to do it through music, but I, I realized that that wasn't the, the route I should be going towards. Uh, so yeah, my piece of advice would be to just start podcasting sooner <laughs> and uh, stick with it. Um, but yeah, in my last... Yeah. I actually thought about podcasting with my daughter. Oh, snap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to. It was something that I wanted to do when I kind of like put a pause to baking. I was like, okay, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let's start a podcast. I, you know, kind of drafted my daughter and was like, you know, I just want to get a perspective on, you know, um, different topics and different perspective from a teenager or different perspective from a, you know, older adult. Yeah. And, you know, things like that. But, that's something I, 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 that's still on my bucket list. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super happy that you, you were able to do your podcast. Um, Thank you. Thank you. you know, whether it was early or later, I mean, you're doing it. So, and being able to have guests on here and being able to have these conversations is a safe space to do it. For sure. I appreciate that. Uh, and I hope, you know, at some point you find some space on your plate to, to pursue that podcast with her. Um, because one of the greatest things is, is that I think the things that we make right now only get more valuable as we get older, mm -hmm. right? Especially right. for your daughter to be like, yo, I was talking to my mom in this, this way that was like very unique. Cause I don't, and I'm sure you guys could have all the topics to talk about. Um, but yeah, it, mm -hmm. uh, I would find some space on your plate for that someday. I hope. Um, for sure yeah and uh, my last question for you uh 100 200 300 years from now your descendants are watching this video what would you like to tell them i would like to just tell them you know it's okay not to be okay it's okay to make mistakes to embrace those mistakes to not give a fuck what people say to pursue it to do it and just as long as you believe in yourself you know You'll, you'll muster the courage to to do it, whatever it, it may be. Um, and to know that life isn't going to be easy. Mm. Life isn't going to be easy um, to expect to be able to not work, not just work on your craft or your job or whatever, just to work on yourself and um, be a better person in society, be a better, better person for yourself. And, um, just, just know that, you know, um, yeah, life isn't easy Embrace those mistakes and give zero fucks. <laughs> I hear you. They hear you. Uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? No, just, um, thank you for, you know, having me on your podcast. It was definitely an honor. I'm glad that we were able to meet and be able to you know kind of tap in into questions and hard conversations i think it's it's very it's very powerful and, and and needed thank you grace um yeah i know we had a couple scheduling mishaps but i'm definitely grateful that we were able to find something that worked out um and yeah like you know pushing through a tough day definitely appreciate that as well uh any plugs you know you know how can people find you how people can support you um you know after yeah this you can find me on yeah, you can find me on Instagram um, at the period purple mix. 
Um, you can reach me, you know, if you want to do any catering orders or, you know, um, have an, uh, if you're an event coordinator that's looking for vendors, you know, hit my DM. You can also message me directly, email, email me directly um, on my Instagram. So you, so you can find me on Instagram. You can also email me at contact at thepurplemix.com. Um, or you can reach me on my uh, business phone at 415-300-0932. But I'm definitely more responsive on Instagram because I'm always on it. (laughs) It's a bad thing. (laughs) No shame. No shame in our game. (laughs) But But, uh, thank you again, Grace. I want to thank all the folks out there as well, whoever tuned in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or watching on YouTube. I appreciate your time as well. Please remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace and then i let the credits roll